louder. Welcome back, guys, to Wrestling Ruined, episode 26, guys. Usually we come on here with uh, a lot of jokes, a lot of pep back and forth. Um, this is the first time we've got to record since the passing of Scott Hall. So we figured we would take this first little bit and kind of talk about some of our favorite moments, favorite matches, and kind of remember Scott Hall. And what can you say? Uh, top five guys... You never hold the world title that should have, should have or yeah. at the very least could have. Um, made a huge waves in multiple companies and uh, arguably uh, top 10 most impactful moments in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of those. You got the debut, you yeah. know, him walking through the crowd on Nitro. And you've got the Bash of the Beach 96, uh, which, I mean, leans a little more Hogan, but he's definitely a big part part of it. But, I mean, in terms of, like, star power, you know, the late 90s, holy fuck. Even the mid-90s, he's one of the top five guys in the WWF from pretty much the time he comes in. At Survivor Series, he's thrust in the main event, and he main events the Royal Rumble with Brett, which I get that was supposed to be the Warrior, but they thought he was a big enough star to insert him into that position. I mean, and I'm, I'm not discrediting what you're saying, um, but, you know, the mid-90s was sort of this re- resetting period, and he was a shining star in, in a period where there weren't a lot. Then fast forward to the late 90s when wrestling is just seeing this renaissance and this huge boom, and he's still you know, one of the top guys. So that says a lot about him, and uh, I, I miss the fuck out of him. Uh, one of the coolest guys to ever step foot in the ring. Just and then, like if you think about just his mind for the business, like what he did with the kid, what he did with giving Sting the idea for the crow face paint. Hey, yo, Steve, you should paint your face (laughs) like the crow. What's the crow? (laughs) (laughs) And then, like Hogan, even like uh, credits him for rejuvenating his career. But with Hogan, you can't really know if he's speaking the truth. I think in that case, he's probably being accurate. But I mean, even with his demons, like, I mean, even when they made that a storyline and trust me, I just watched it on the the whole 98 storyline with that. He, he played it to where it built to something like it built to him becoming more serious, more focused. And then of course they ruin it when they make the new wolf pack. But you know, I mean, Scott Hall, everywhere well, a, he went. That's a failing of WCW, yeah, not of Scott yeah, Hall. Yeah. I mean, everywhere Scott Hall went, he was a big time, except for maybe early WCW. And they missed the boat on the Diamond Stud. I, I mean, they did. I will I will full-on admit that WCW Saturday nights, there weren't a lot of highlights during that time. I dug the Diamond Stud. Oh, yeah. And, it, like, we watched it on what the match he had with Tom Zink. What was it? Uh, Great American? Was it? Yeah, the Bash. It was the Bash 91. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was a, actually a decent match on the show. It's one of the better Even though they built show. to the whole Diamond Death Drop and he never did. He, he never did. He, he had a lot better showing than Kevin Nash did. That's all. That's... Vinny Vegas was better. But... Kevin Sullivan and I mean, the freaking Big Scott Hall and AWA with Kurt Hennon. We just, we were joking about with the, uh, uh, the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Like, him and, <laughs> him and Kurt, Kurt Hennon actually hit their spot. 
spot and look like stars in that little thing. Fucking look at him at that point. Oh, dude, Jack. He he looks like a fucking million dollars. And that's not to say he didn't look like a million dollars. He lost a lot of that tone later on, but that's why they called him Big Scott All, because he 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 had that Tom Selleck mustache, went all the way down, it was... A, he looked like a man. Yeah, I mean, Starship Cody. The, <laughs> going the, to the fucking moon. Just like, I mean, you talk about the matches. I mean, you got to talk about the ladder matches he had with Sean, of course. I mean, Sean was a big part of those, but he had to have a partner. I mean, I disagree with Ric Flair when he said that Sean could have wrestled the ladder for 60 minutes. I I, I don't agree with that. I also disagree because Shawn Michaels sucks. Fuck <laughs> you, <man. laughs> I do want to say, we've talked about it before, but one of my earliest memories of wrestling was actually watching the upset with the kid and Razor on, on Raw. And even then being like, this guy's not going to beat Razor Ramon. And then you fucking did. And right. I feel like a lot of that is credited to Scott Hall mm-hmm. and wanting to help elevate somebody like that. And it's hard to see where wrestling is. Love or hate the click changed wrestling. No. And then from the click, we got the NWO which from the NWO, we got DX. So influential years for us, wrestling-wise, are impacted by what Scott Hall had done. And you can always say, you know, there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle, but Scott Hall was kind of like the, the, the gem of all of that. And anything he did was great. It's just a shame that a lot of his career was plagued with you know, um, demons and I mean, just al- alcoholism. Alcohol. And, and I know, of course, you know, they talk about how, you know, I, I went back and watched his documentary the other day because we'll talk about where we were later on. Uh, and I had a few days off, but I watched it and knowing that he killed a man and that can't be, that couldn't have been easy. That couldn't have no. been easy to wake up every morning and look at yourself and say, man, I, I took someone's life. Well, for those of you that don't know, he was working as a bouncer at a club and this wasn't an antagonistic no. move. It was a, a precautionative thing, but it still has to weigh heavy on you. Yeah. They, he it was like, they wrestled for the gun. The gun went off and the guy got shot. It's like shot him in the head. Yeah. It wasn't even that Scott all shot him. He was basically it, trying it, to fight for his life. Pretty much fighting for his life and the gun went off. It wasn't like he pulled the trigger on and, the guy. And a lot of people, you know, um, a lot of people who later on become addicts, there's always an event that kind of leads them to that. And that was his event. And wrestling 300 plus days a year and taking its wear and tear on someone's body, that cannot help at all. And uh, knowing and seeing how well he had gotten with DDP, he's a fucking saint for helping helping these guys out and seeing him you know even you know the last couple of years we got to see him in the hall of fame twice and he looked fantastic and he looked great and um it's a shame that he fell and i, I know a lot of people it's kind of cloudy what happened but he fell and broke his hip and where he had fallen and broken his hip he laid there for days and that fucking sucks to know that no uh, do we have 100% confirmation well, that's with yeah, Sean Waltman and i'm going to believe pre- i'm going to believe and, Sean Waltman i pretty much believe ddp was the one that found verified him. the story yeah ddp's the one that it's, went over there and found it, it's, him it sucks to know somebody who at one point was so vibrant and strong become so frail yeah. and can't, you know, un in control of themselves. And, can't take care of themselves. And, 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 that, and that's the bad thing, too, is because they said a lot of this was attributed to him drinking again because of COVID and because of the pandemic and being locked down. 
when you're in the wrestling business, and Eddie could probably speak to this more so than Travis or I, but it is such a brotherhood and a communal thing that when you're isolated from, you know, the not just the the adulation from the crowd, but from the boys, that's 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 got to be take a toll on you. You got to go, got to go back and think too. Like they talk about, you know, the whole incident he had and then killing the guy, but like. The thing that probably took it off his mind all through his career was wrestling. Yeah. Being there with his friends, wrestling, you know, night in, night out. I mean, that was probably his solace. And then, you know, the more you get into being older and you can't do it anymore and you, you, you're you not on the road, you're sitting there in your self-thoughts and everything like that, it, it has to weigh on you. When, when Scott was at his absolute lowest, right before DDP brought him in and started, you know, rehabbing him and you know, kind of getting him back on track with DDPY, there was this infamous footage of him at a show where he does the, like, the turnaround punch. And he's just barely moving. Oh, my God. And it's so sad. And and shout out to, if you want to watch something that his journey, you just go watch the resurrection of Jake the Snake. Like, Scott Hall plays a big part into that. Like, I mean, they pick him up the airport. Jake Roberts has a, a purpose in and getting Scott Hall back on the straight and narrow, learning from his own from what, stuff. From what I gather in this process, a lot of rehabbing yourself is helping someone else. Oh. It's sort of like a pay pay it forward sort of situation. And I think that gave uh, Jake the motivation not only to help himself but to help Scott. And um, it's 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 an awesome series of events. I just I hate that it uh, had a terrible ending like it did. Yeah, and I will say. Um, wasn't it like that was the video like PJ Polacco like comes out there and like pretty much has to help him out of the ring and, and get him to the back and everything? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it was it's was, it was sad footage. I'm sure it's still on YouTube somewhere. I think it's even in. I think it's the resurrection of I, Jake I believe, the Snake because it, it is. shows what led up to it. But when they pick up Scott Hall at that airport, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, and like I even I was part of the, the I think it was I don't know I can't remember if it was a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe. Uh, for him to get his hip fixed the first time, because his because when he was doing DDP yoga like in there like you could hear it clicking. Yeah, and he and had to get like, surgery to just, even to even get where he could do things. And that's the thing, like I was saying, you know, he he fell and broke his hip, and then during complications during surgery, he developed a blood clot, and that that's ultimately what ultimately what killed him. Um, and I know Bret Hart and and Kevin Nash have talked about it that. Brett attributes a lot of that as just to the lifestyle of wrestlers. And and the lifestyle of wrestlers is so different now than it was then. Um, I know there's a big controversy with controversy with The Undertaker um, saying basically wrestlers are soft now. I mean, and, and I, I believe that, you know, that, that to an extent that's true. But well, at the same time, a lot of these guys, um, I feel like you don't see it as much now as you did then of these guys and their bodies just completely breaking down on them. Um, but I have but- <sighs> We haven't we haven't been there hasn't been a no long enough span yeah, to I know agree. to know how the guys of that time period are you know are going to break well, down. The biggest problem with the eighties and the nineties was drugs. Yeah. And I feel like that because of that, even when it was recreational, it's gonna be a an abundant thing that over time it's going to take its toll. But when they were using it for self medication, like I mean that's just as bad, so the, the cumulative toll that drugs on top of just the grueling schedule, and I don't think people truly understand. Like, if you were a top guy or even just a mid tier guy, 
in the WWF in the 90s, you were wrestling almost every day. And whether that was for 15 minutes or five minutes, that it's, it's the equivalent of being in a car wreck every single day of your life. So I don't care how superhuman you are. Eventually, you're going to hit a point where you can't do it anymore. And I'm, I'm glad that he got to live as long as he did, but... Is it 61? 63. 63. Like, that's too young for anybody to be dying. Uh, and in my head, I didn't think Scott Hall was that old. Like, no. I thought I thought he was mid-50s. Like, so when they said 63, I was like, God, he's almost as old as, um, well, no Flair's older. But he's he's older than Stone Cold. He'll, here's something I, I, I want to mention, too, is watching that documentary when Shawn Michaels were t- was talking about the drug use and stuff like that. And... He mentioned, you know, they always looked at it as, he's like, I don't do this when I'm not at work. I just do this after I wrestle because it just kind of helps ease with the pain. So I'm not really addicted. I just do this in my, in my off time. Then he's like, well, then fuck you sit and think about it. you. You've been on the road for 300 fucking days. This isn't my off time. I'm, an, I'm a fucking addict. Yeah. So it just becomes part of your everyday ritual. Yeah. I, I mean, and I was, I was really happy that. He got on the, you know, got straightened out enough that he got to be celebrated. Like some stars, you know, never get on, get on that path back with WWE where their career is celebrated and, and, you know, respected as much as, you know, Scott Hall was. I mean, there's some like Bam Bam Bigelow they never talk about. People like that. I mean, he, he didn't have as long as a career, but he had a big impact in the WWE and in, you know, things that they did. But um, he got to be in the Hall of Fame twice. He cut the legendary promo at the Hall of yeah. Fame. Everyone has kind of killed it to death. I mean, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it was a powerful when, line before you, he died. When you say something that's like an instant classic, it's going to become almost annoying to hear yeah. it because it hit so many nerves the first well, time. And you got to think about it. It's just like the Warriors speech after Raw. That was killed to death after he passed away because of the meaning it had, like it was pretty much like him saying goodbye. And then his foreshadowing. And then like two days, less than 48 hours later, he's gone. I mean, at least Scott Hall got to enjoy that adulation, got to enjoy the documentaries, got to enjoy the training people at NXT, got to go around and and have that little bit of career resurgence off of that and, and get to to share his, um, you know, knowledge with people. Cause I mean, there's, there's kids from NXT, that said that, that, you know, they were really glad they got to, you know, spend time and pick his brain. I think Damian Priest is one of them that he, he got to spend some time with Scott Hall and he learned a lot from him. Um, I mean, it's a shame that they didn't give him like a full-time job in NXT because if you listen to anybody in, in their tweets and stuff, they have said he was probably one of the top 10 minds in the business. And I feel like they didn't tap into that enough. Well, and it's, a lot of that probably came down to reliability. Yeah, because Because... Even though if you have a track record of being unreliable and you've turned yourself around, you know, people are going to remember the worst sometimes more yeah. than the best. And that's unfortunate because because Jake Roberts, by all accounts, uh, is sort of the poster child for like a wrestler who should be dead and thankfully has been able to turn it around. And for the longest time, it was like, why, why do we not have Jake Roberts uh, in a in a booking and or a mentor position. And one of the positives for, you know, AEW is at the very least giving him the opportunity to mentor well, 
some people, and he, even Bruce Pritchard said that they tried that. What I mean, this is back before he got you know, straightened out, but in like '97, he just vanished for two weeks and then showed back up. Well, that's and, because there was a crack rock <laughs> the size of a dog's head he had to smoke. <laughs> but like, I mean, and you got to imagine what he's. Jake Roberts, who was there through all of it, is probably going through thinking about it now too. Like, I mean, just hearing some of the things he said on the resur- that resurrection of Jake the Snake, he probably thinks it should have been him instead of Scott Hall. You can't think like that, but I mean, like, they got tight there for a while. I mean, and and he was still. I think Scott Hall was still living in Atlanta, so he was I still nearby. So. He wasn't that, living that, in the DDP. Why, that's house. why they they had DDP go check on him. Yeah, and like I said, it's just it's an awful thing to know that he was laying there for five fucking days and before then, he got some help. The yeah. lesson to be learned from this is that no matter how good a shape you are, how bad your life is, we're all going to die eventually, and to really appreciate. Uh, the life that you have, the time that you have, you know, with your friends and your family, because, I mean, I could walk out here you know, after we record this and get hit by a car or, I mean, you know, God forbid, get you deported know, back to Canada. Exactly. Fuck you. But, <laughs> but I mean, like there, there's, there's so many variables and um, it, it sucks that Scott's dead, but at the very least he left a mark on pop culture in the late nineties and in the mid nineties, but more so in the late nineties that like no one can ever take away. He was just fucking cool. He was, I mean, he was as iconic as like McDonald's or Mickey mouse, you know, it was just, he was synonymous with, with this shining moment where wrestling was the biggest thing on the planet. And like, I know like they've killed it. The death, there's that one gift where like he's standing in the ring and somebody hits him in the head with like a cup of like, Coke, Coke or something, something. instead of him, like, he just, like, no sell, he just slicks it His back. His hair back, yeah. Slicks it back. Like, he, he was just fucking cool. Like, I just remember when I was watching wrestling in the in the mid-90s, he was one of the, the top guys because he just, he was just, comes out with, he had the car crash music, he came out with the chains, he had the toothpicks, slick back hair, the bright colors, even though we hate the yellow, yellow boots. boots. And, I mean, like, the, he had the pyro and... I mean, he, he put and he put on great matches, but more so than that, uh, he he passes Vince McMahon's airport test. Yep. No. You see that guy in an airport, and you're like, I may not know who that is, but I recognize that that guy's something, and he just had that swagger about him. And I mean, this is a generational thing, but I feel like a lot of guys just don't have that that element to them that just makes them you know, like wrestling may be bullshit, but that guy ain't bullshit. Yeah, I mean, and I guess I got. I just asked this: like, if you had to pick like two matches from his WWF run, besides the ladder match, we won't include the ladder match. I mean, any any of the matches that he had with Kid, the, like the uh, the, 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 the diaper match, the uh, the the Brett uh, match from the Rumble, because yeah. I feel like it was his first chance to shine. Which kind of, in retrospect, kind of makes me mad that. Um, he, they follow that up by him wrestling, wrestling Bob Backlund at WrestleMania 9. I, I think their match at King of the Ring 93 was really good, That too. is a great match. I actually know I prefer that match more so than the Rumble match. And then you got to think about his King of the Ring. Like, he always put the people over at King of the Ring. I, I feel like he put over Brett. Him and Owen have a great match. He puts over Owen. Well, ultimately, he... He should have won 95. He, he was the perfect guy in terms of like, you know, it's all about, uh, you're going to make friends, you're going to make money. He was there to make money and he, and he didn't care to put people over one match specifically. 
he put over Chris Jericho when he was in WCW, WCW. and the guys in the back did not want him to do it. And he's like, don't go fucking hurt me to put over Jericho. Yeah. And I know that there's been a whole... Yes, controversy behind all you know, that. You know, with you know, Zabisco, because <laughs> uh, Scott Hall used to do a thing called Last Call with Scott Hall, which was the per- precursor to podcasting. And uh, he didn't really get credit for that, but it was him and Larry Zbysko just you know telling stories, and it was super super uh, interesting and just entertaining. But um, yeah, um, he he was he was unselfish among guys who were so selfish. Yeah, I mean he even had good matches with Diesel. It was SummerSlam '94 four. Uh, his matches with Jarrett we're covering now, or or some of the high or the bright points of '95. Um, I really would have loved to have seen what the Miami Street Fight would have been for WrestleMania 12. I mean, I know we got the classic backlight brawl, but imagine Razor and him like Miami Street Fight. That would have been pretty cool to see. I still remember him and Dustin fighting in the back and like fighting in the snow as a kid. Yeah. Like that stuck with me because I was like, they're fighting in the I snow. Remember, it's like cool, you know. I remember that whole storyline. He like gives him the bear and then he unzips his and he has the tattoo, has the tattoo of Razor on him and stuff. Um, and then I guess WCW. I mean, WCW is kind of a blur because I feel like the NWO was just fighting everyone. I, I think of war games. I think of I think of the Outsiders, the, the tag matches they have with the Steiners and the Oh, the, they're running them off the road right. and <laughs> stuff. I mean, the, that was that was shit. Like you didn't ever that you would see on and you, wrestling. You know something that doesn't get credit and his, his little the little storyline he had with Zabisco, where like he kept like you know. Goading him from the uh, they they wrestled at Starcade. Was it Starcade? No, no, no. Zabisco and Bischoff wrestled it at uh, Starcade. They wrestled at Super Brawl. Super Brawl. Right. But yeah, he like keeps goading him and goading him and goading him. So he like he he, and that was always something I heard too. Is that that was like his thank you to Zabisco was to like, they, get they, like one more match little little storyline with they Zabisco. Were, they were friendly going back to the AWA, AWA. and uh, yeah. So I, I think. That he will be missed, yeah. and without Scott Hall and the and like I said, the NWO without the NWO, you got the D, you got DX. And without DX, I feel like the rise of Austin started to come in with all that as well. And then the, it's just a, it it was a big snowball effect, and him leaving and and Nash leaving changed the way contracts were dealt yeah. for the for better or worse. Um, but it changed well, got the, the voice paid. Well, I mean, guaranteeing contracts technically existed before, before that but, point, but in terms of like being like a game changing, like altering your course of destiny in terms of how much money you could make, those guys rewrote the business, and and in many ways, probably for the negative. But good for them for being able to to milk every fucking penny out of WCW, well, I mean, and, and that and that was his main reason. Nations, his main reason for leaving the WWF is he wanted to be a, a head a main event guy. I mean, to me, he was. Oh, I look at Scott Hall as Razor Ramon as a main event guy, but he wanted a title run and he felt like he deserved it. And he was like, "Well, if you're not going to give me that, I at least want to get fucking paid." And they weren't going to give what it. What could to have him. been so, if he'd have, if he'd have won the. Oh, it's like we said. Well, if if Hall and Nash never would have left, it would it, the trajectory of wrestling would change forever. It's crazy what would have and could have happened. Would WCW have been as big as it was? Would WWF had fight had fought to to become this bigger thing than these fucking cartoon characters? So sometimes the only way to uh, to you know pull a full house. In a game of poker, is to reshuffle the deck. That's that's what they did. They moved, they 
shuffle their cards in different directions, and sometimes that's the best thing. Uh, a perfect example, I'm a big fan of this band called Accept. This Udo Dirk Schneider and Marv, uh, not Marv Wolfman, that's a, that's a comic book writer. Uh, <laughs> Peter and the Wolf, they're this great uh, combination of musicians, and together they made some incredible stuff. But they had internal turmoil, and the best thing for them was to bisect. So now you have two great bands. You have Accept with a new lead singer, and you've got Udo doing you know solo stuff. The best thing for them was to bisect from the WWF and, and jump ship at the time. So it, well, every it worked for everybody. And it's it's just like uh, they they said, and they might have said it in the Click documentary, and they probably said it in Scott Hall's, but they were like. We're going to take over the wrestling business. We're just going to take it over down south, and you guys are going to take it up. Yeah, click over, north and click, click south. south. Yeah, and then but it benefited both. Yeah, it benefited it benefited both teams. And it wasn't until WCW decided, well, we're going to try and put WWF out of business that they really screwed up. You know, screwed their themselves well, up. It, just just what could have been like if we'd have got the blue NWO with Scott Hall as the leader. I mean, I that, mean that's always been the big rumor thing is that Scott Hall was scheduled to beat Sting. Uh, it was. I think, I think it was. He was supposed to wrestle him at Super Brawl, wasn't he? That was when he was supposed to cash in his World War Three. Yes, but I think they did the rematch, but they, ended up doing Sting and uh, Hogan, and then uncensored happened. Uh, you're correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he ended up losing the title. Yeah. I know that's not going to whole fucking. Yeah, but, but yeah, but see, like that could have been a you know something big for him, but it just didn't work out that way. He did put uh, Mike Enos and uh, Steve Dahl on the map, though. They'll be forever Ingrained. etched in wrestling history when he walked through some the... More, some more AWA guys. Watched, walked through the uh, stands that Often, night. I mean, I, it's, it's who knows without just asking Bischoff, but, like, did Scott Hall be like, hey, that Enos kid, I knew him, <laughs> I knew him from Vern's territory. Let me come out during his match, give him a little of my rub, you know? I who knows? We don't know, but <laughs> he had on a Canadian tuxedo when he came out. That he did. <laughs> <laughs> never made a denim vest and matching pants look so good. <laughs> Our big thing, guys, is that we never forget who Scott Hall was and the influence he had on the business. And as we continue to go through '95, we're going to continue to see Scott Hall be a big um, part of it. Big I mean, part. We'll be definitely be paying tribute to him, you know, probably unintentionally throughout he, the rest of the year. Because he's a, I mean, even though he's not technically wrestles at King of the Ring 95, he's a major storyline for it. Um, spoiler alert, Savio Vega takes his spot because he's injured. You know, they injured his ribs. Then you have the ladder match at the 95 SummerSlam. And then you go into, was it, isn't the wild card match at Survivor Series? Yeah, but he's, he's feuding with, with Dean, with Dean uh, Douglas, Dean and, Douglas uh, and the kid. The kid. And then that leads you through in your house. I mean, he's, Probably top five Intercontinental Champions of all time. For the longest time, he had the most IC title reigns, and then I believe Jericho took it over, and now The Miz has it. So, yeah. Oh, fuck The Miz. Yeah. I like The Miz. He shouldn't be the most the most decorated Intercontinental Champion of all time. Nah, he's not. Nah. But going forward, guys, uh, rest in peace, Scott Hall. And um, I, I think we, we should give him a, a celebratory uh, hey, goodbye yo. with a hey, yo. Hey, hey yo. All right, guys, we're going to cut to our commercial real quick, and uh, we'll be right back with you. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. 
follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. Oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louda? Well, let me tell you. Project Louda is home to 16 of the finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. So head on over to projectlouder.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. We believe the mat is sacred. Honor is real. And everything is discussed under pure rules. My name is Ryan, one half of the Wrestling Pierce Podcast. We review all things wrestling and don't pull any punches. We do an episode every Sunday where we go back and watch a pre-2020s pay-per-view and then talk about it in a segment we call the Retro Review. I also do an episode every Friday morning in our win series, which just stands for Weekend News. It gives me an opportunity to freely shoot on 10 news topics from the past week. I also do pay-per-view predictions and reactions to large breaking news stories like Tony Khan being the new owner of Ring of Honor Wrestling. You can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Check out our Twitter page at the WP underscore pod. That's T-H-E-W-P underscore P-O-D for all updates. Our pinned tweet has other links as well, like our merch store and how to support our show directly. Remember, whether you agree with us or not, we're right, because we are the Wrestling Purists. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. And we're back, guys. Not our typical uh, way of coming back. Before we got to get rolling, um, talk about a few things now that we're back. I am your host, uh, the incomparable, uh, the extravagant Eddie Shepard, along with... You already know who I am. You just a bitch! Why, you just don't a know bitch. here. You look like a bitch. That's who you are. <laughs> I mean, I'm here to make fun of Brandon. Travis Lasser. And of well, course... Well, I'm your podcast world's heavyweight champion, but I'm also a final 
I almost said Final Fantasy, a football, uh, a uh, fantasy football champion. I've been long awaiting this championship belt, and thanks, Skip, for uh, doling it over. Um, <laughs> by the way, these uh, these blank plates, they need my fucking name on them, because uh, I intend on winning this baby for the next, you know, half a century or so. I'm telling the only league that matters is our other football league, and I've been sure. champion three years running, so... Well, uh, fuck you. Hashtag Derrick Henry. I won both of my leagues this year because I'm the fucking best. Dripping in gold, you, 24K. Hey guys, Bob Tom Fantasy Football, really quick run through this. Fucking Fridge, he's been fucking wild. Fucking Tyree Kill is fucking a, a dolphin, dolphin, dolphin now. Yeah. Yeah. Guess, who, guess who hasn't done anything? The Steelers and the Texans. Call, hey, we got we got Matt Ryan <laughs> for like garbage. We got him for a third round pick. Yeah, good job getting Mitch Tr- Mitchell Trubinsky, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you uh, lost to Sean Watson. Hey, have <laughs> a, I got a bunch of draft better, picks. I don't give a shit. He's better than nobody, which is who we have. Dude, you seriously got like what seven draft picks? I out think of it's that? five, maybe some compensatory picks too, or compensatory. I don't know. So whatever, we got a bunch of picks and I'll be building for the future. I'll be picking nothing but kickers. Fuck the taxis. <laughs> Fuck you. If Bill O'Brien was there, it would be nothing well, but kickers. I've been building Josh Dobbs for the last three years. You know what? Listen, I can't defend the fucking Steelers. The run by women, the Deshaun Watson. Perhaps true, but <laughs> remember when he had James Conner and he was like he was he was playing really well for you. Now he plays for the fucking what the Cardinals. Cardinals, he's tearing it up over there. Yeah, I, but y'all have Najee Harris and he's fucking great. I don't, I, I don't, I can't defend anything they've done. It's like they, it's like how can we make the worst decision going forward? That's true. All right, well, off the football talk, Crockett Cup boys. Guys, uh, Brandon's wearing his shirt I'm, uh, here. In my power hat, man. We had some fun, boys. I, I I was lucky enough to go both nights. Uh, these two guys uh, joined me on the second night. And King Cardona, fuck you. It, it was such a fun experience, guys. It was fun to get away for a few days and go to Nashville. Um, we got to we got to put over the podcast, and we met some fu- some fun people, uh, especially those gentlemen that were sitting next to us. Dude, I had like the uh, the most strange interactions. The guy sitting to my left had such a good time. They were cool dudes. And the guy sitting to my right, who was by himself, mind you, like had sat a terrible on, time. Sat on his fucking hands the whole night. Right uh, behind Tim Storm. Yeah, right, right behind. Right behind Tim Storm and, and fucking Velvet Sky. Like, how are the how the fuck are you not popping a boner? And by the way, Velvet, I saw your panties so many fucking times <laughs> and I am all about that. All fuck about that, and I and I made this point clear to you then, and I'll make it clear now. I am just as ugly as Bully Ray. <laughs> there is no fucking way that that I could be a downgrade from that ugly motherfucker. And by the way, Bully Ray, I'm willing to take an ass beating for that. <laughs> I'm willing. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. And not only that, but you, big you fan. To, by the way, you got to you got to see me Jeffing behind yeah, Tim Storm. We're all Jeffing behind him, like leaning in Jeffing. And so Brandon's you, got you the friggin' belt. If like, you if you watch around. if you watch the show on fight. I am all the fuck over that, and so is Eddie. Uh, Travis, you, you're, he was you're just out of camera. You're view. like right there. If you're mm-hmm. out of the way, you can see me. Yeah. Like, but I would lean in and do shit and everything. I but, was Jeff and but, but we talked about the pod with those guys. That they literally subscribed to the podcast right in front of us. Um, so you yeah. know, thanks for that. Yeah, good, good, good dude. Sh- Bar, Bar, Bar still. Sports. David Pointer. <laughs> yeah, dealers just like him. It's funny. And uh, I do want to put over, and I don't care what anybody says, the fucking Briscoes are one of the top five tag teams of the last 15 years. Fucking Harry Smith was. And Harry great. Smith, man, he, he looks like a fucking million bucks. I, there, there, there really was like maybe a couple of matches. Uh, there was a women's tag team match that was other than Marty Bell's stupendous ass. Flying. Uh, 
Fwing. And um, the the TV title match with uh, Red Dog, uh, Rodney Mack, uh, and, uh, uh, and Tyrus, who uh, is slower than molasses. Tyrus so. needs a cane to get to the freaking ring. It was bad. Sorry. That was the worst match. I will say the women's three-way match still match of the night. It was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and the Kelly Ray, Chelsea Green, Camille. The Great. fucking crowd, like, uh, there were moments of lull, but for the most part, they, 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 were, they were into it, and by the end of the night, they were, everybody was on their fucking feet. It was, it was a great night, overall. Yeah. And, and Cardona and uh, Alice had a great match. We had Travis literally called the finish right as it was about to happen. Everyone's like, you got it right. Well, as, as soon as uh, <laughs> as soon as Camille retained, I'm like, yeah, Aldis ain't winning tonight. They get. The- I was really hoping Chelsea Green was going to win because then that'd have been like dead giveaway that Cardona was winning. But I mean, I'll take it. Jeff Jarrett was there. That was fucking cool to see Jeff Jarrett. Uh, we did, he was doing meet and greets. We did not wait in that long ass line to meet. I mean, him. Like, listen, I, I've met Jeff Jarrett before. Yeah, awesome, I've awesome met him before. I don't show. But you know, I. I was just so hyped. I didn't, I didn't want to stand in line. And, and then just shout out to uh, Nashville for taking our hot, thro- frothy loads all over their uh, record stores. God, they got toy, me. Toy, <laughs> they got me at the record store. Toy shops, Targets, Walmarts, uh, all of that. Yeah, I checked. Uh, Burger King got it good. I checked my, my bank account afterwards, <laughs> and I was like, fuck Nashville. I'm so fucking broke. I was now. like, I was so glad I started selling shit on Macari. Like, as we were there, like, oh, God, you nice cool, this trip. Nice blue NWA shirt, which I have not worn yet, but I am psyched to wear because I don't have Shirt that color. I wanted to get that shirt. NWA USA, son. Yeah. I got my Crockett Cup pin. I gave Brandon my uh, my program. Yeah. I got a nice little uh, backpack thingy with straw drawstring. Oh, that was a pretty yeah, nice, pretty nice pack. Ten bucks, man. Can't but yeah, guys. Danny Deals. Almost got a picture with fucking David Crockett if we'd have just been quicker. I was like, Brad, hurry up. I was like, I'm coming. I did, get, fucking <laughs> I did get a picture. I did get a picture with uh, with Tim Storm. Very nice guy. Who liked, liked it on Twitter? Who liked it on Twitter? Yeah, he liked yeah. it on Twitter. Yeah. Tim Storm, hell of a smile on that guy. Yeah. Dude, you for real. You can, you can tell he's been doing that forever. He's just yeah. like... <laughs> You can't see you, me right you, now, you just, but you just kind of get lost in his eyes. <laughs> but we should what you should have asked in retrospect. You should be like, "Hey, Velvet, can I get a picture?" But you didn't. You went for the big beefy dude <laughs> instead of fucking Velvet Scott. Got a point. If if, if if she had been, he was the one closest oh, to me. Oh, you, she's arm length away. Like you pulled uh, one of her hairs and brought it back with you. As soon as she went. <laughs> <laughs> I made a hair doll out of you. Is that cool? Oh, oh yeah. She heard, she heard the things I said about her throughout the night. Shout out to the reggae guy, by the way, who's only going to get up one time during the and show. He, he follows me on Twitter, by the Fucking way. literally <laughs> like three, five I him, times. I was watching me. the pre-show, and I, he's like, he's like, I wonder if they could see me. I'm like, yeah, dude, I got the pre-show right here. I took a screen screenshot of it. I, I, I tagged him on, on Twitter. So he was fun. They had a good time. I will, I will say, he time. was having a good time. I, he did yell uh, some inappropriate things at both oh, guys. I did. Uh, I put my wedding ring in my pocket. In the, in the main event. I would much two. rather somebody be borderline annoying and, and enjoying themselves than, than like, the, sitting on their fucking like hands. Like that guy and the, next than the Michelin yeah. Tire Man sitting beside you. <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, I'm a bigger dude. I'm just saying, this guy could have probably took up two chairs. Oh, I was so I fucking mean, happy until he showed up. I was like, God damn, the we, one fucking we person is this We thought we were going to get watch. free front row seats for a second. Yeah, I think like, those are the guys no one showed up. up, no one showed up, and we were just like, getting ready to move up, and then and, fucking everybody And I told up. you guys, like, right as the show starts, I guarantee you these, they're going to be here. Um, but then that big guy left for like 45 minutes to an hour, yeah. and Eddie was getting ready to take his seat. I was. I was like, I'm going to sit right next to you, Brandon. And then here he comes. Because we kept <laughs> fucking with Brandon. I think people didn't realize we were friends for a little while. They thought I was just fucking with them. <laughs> and then they, I think they finally realized we were friends. But we had a great time. Next time NWA comes uh, anywhere close, I would love to go. You, you Charlotte, know, anywhere you like know, that. 
collect, well, not Brandon, but me, me and Eddie have been to NXT. I think, have you been to NXT? Yeah, yeah we've been to NXT. Yeah, NXT. the War Memorial. NXT. Awesome arena. We've been to Ring of Honor. Yep. We've been to WWE, Raw, both Raw and SmackDown. We've been to NWA. Um, I've been to WCW. Uh, me too. WCW. Fuck you, Travis. Never went to ECW show, but you know what that means, Brandon? We could go to AEW show. That is never going to fucking happen with me. <laughs> you know, just the market. I'm actually going to Raw uh, in that in uh, Knoxville in a, a couple still of weeks. Got that code. Oh, here, here. Let me tell you a quick story. I, I bought WWE 2K22 uh, from Walmart. Great game. Yeah, that's this definitely improvement over over the last one. Uh, which I mean, they could have shit on a plate and it would have been an improvement. But in, as a thank you, they gave me a code, and I'm like, wow. $50 towards an event. Here, Travis, take this shit. I don't want it. <laughs> hey, I'll just go to see what kind of merch they got. Good shit. So at least I'll get to hang out with Travis a little bit. We might we might not get to set together. But a guy I work with, uh, he, he bought a, a ticket for his son and his uh, grandson and his son-in-law. Well, his son can't make it. And he was like, hey, man, do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, dude, how much do I owe you? He goes, no, man, it's free. I was like, no, man, no, man, I'll, I'll pay. Was, what day no, is that again? It's Monday, April 20th. It's a raw, stupid. Oh, I know, but what date? April you didn't 20, say that. April twenty eighth. Bitch. You did say day. No, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry man. Yeah, sorry. Cuck ass bitch. Sorry. I know it's a Monday. Sorry. What the? What day? the roll run? I was hoping it was before Mania. Though. I don't know what day the roll run. <laughs> I know what day the roll run. <laughs> Unless this. <laughs> Unless it's a, I know. a Saturday Raw Saturday or some shit. Oh, shit. I think we need to get into yeah, this. We need We're like 40 minutes into this fucking thing. Let's all right, guys. Let's all watch right, this fucking. Oh, Brad, did you get it all zero this time? Hold on. No. So, guys, we're, we're, we are going to be doing uh, Monday Night Raw. This is uh, this is going to be from May 15th, 1995. It's Season 3, Episode 19. I uh, get it pulled up on, on the cock app. And, uh, it's the day after in your house. Three, two, one, play. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we start out with IRS. God, look at the hair. He looks like a fiend. He uh, looks like he's like about to give confessional on it. Maybe, maybe he's been to Dallas. Who knows? I think, I think Bam Bam cut this promo after the fucking match. Yeah, he's sweaty. He's, he's IRS he's sweaty. IRS, right he's Sid sweaty. It says IRS is going to put a lean on Bam Bam Bigelow's tattoos. God, his, his fucking so neck stupid. hair is terrible. He does got a lot of neck hair. Yeah, how are you gonna lean his tattoos? Like, like you're gonna make him pay for them to be on his head? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Some IRS's stuff is stupid. Dude, like I was saying, guys, this is May 15, 1995. It's the day after in your house one. This is week one of three tapings at the Broom County Arena in Binghampton, New Bing- York. Binghamton. 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 It's a weird name. There are a lot of weird little towns they run during all of this. That's 95 pounds save money. Do you know what day Popcorn. this Raw was on, Travis? It's on a Monday. May 15th. <laughs> <laughs> day after Brandon's birthday. Yeah. Something rolls up there in the corner. I don't. I was talking to you guys in the group chat about this. There's something weird about how this show is shot. It just seems like they've got new cameras or something. It's just it does, it does look little, cleaner. Like, well, for one, they're not using a shitty green screen effect yeah. right now, which is that a is huge a big difference. True. Yeah. But like, even the matches look a little weird. But it, honestly, it could just be the arena and the lighting of the arena. But Jerry Lawler is super fucking excited because he beat Bret Hart last night. And Lawler puts over beating Bret. He did <laughs> it all on himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a little sweaty. Oh, he's, well, he's thinking about his mom. 
Oh man! Oh. <laughs> he even I, talks about her later. I, I too have thought a lot about Jerry Lawler's mother. <laughs> she is foing. I will say Vince looks like Vince from '99 there or something. Like he doesn't look like the '95. I do want to say Barry Dudinsky does pop up, God, and he's wearing, he's wearing the fucking raw uh, turtleneck as well God. on this episode. <laughs> Jerry Lawler, so he, damn dude, he's he's putting it over so hard. Back, <laughs> Kinda missed Doc we do get Bob Backlund's big announcement tonight too. So. Hell yeah, that Vince McMahon gets mad because he keeps talking to her. <laughs> oh, I have some really fun things to say. Look at Lawler's hairy chest. Damn right, it's mine. I, I think what? the look of wearing a blazer with nothing under it that needs to make a comeback. Here we Travis, go, balls in your court. There we go, man. It's your wedding. Here yeah. comes fucking Jim Cornette and fucking. Yoko waddling to the ring. Our first match is the tag team champions of Owen Hart and Yokozuna versus Nick Barberry and Bill Weaver. Yeah. Not a whole lot on these guys. Still stars. By the way, it's, <laughs> I, lo- I love seeing Owen and Yoko. Don't get me wrong, but I'm fucking missing me some Jimmy Del Rey. Got, yeah, you oh, know, yeah. it's been a long time since we've seen the Heavenly, the heavenly Bodies, and it kind of worries me that we've not seen them lately. You know who else we haven't seen? Well fucking done. That's not... That's, shut up, Travis. It, it, no. You know why? Because <laughs> they're just done. Oh, you're done. The funniest part about all of this is that when Owen's walking up, he congratulates Jerry Lawler for beating Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love you, Owen. I, I Vince, Vince you. says something like... Uh, it's like, or Jerry, Jerry's like, yeah, because I'm the only one that's beating. Look at all those empty... Yeah, look at all those empty seats up there. There's a lot. God, Owen. Jerry, like you were saying, continue, continuously puts over his mom this whole episode. It, I will say... It's creepy. There's some there's some parts here where I feel like Jerry is tr- I feel like he's trying to get too much shine on himself and not strong. focusing it on everybody else. You know what would never happen in today's age? You would never see a guy wearing zebra print tights with the fucking ref wearing zebra stripes. <laughs> Vince McMahon would no, that's Vince McMahon would tell him to turn his fucking tights inside out. Um, if you took God, those are beautiful belts. If you took Cornette's jacket off he's dressed he's dressed just like the incredible hulk <laughs> purple purple <laughs> pants, pants and green, green shirt god you're fucking cool and he is Cornette god. Cornette's a huge comic fan so I don't know if that was intentional or not but Corny you look, you, you look like the Hulk right here he just says see what happens when a fetus doesn't get enough oxygen uh. getting, that could be Jim Cornette's son <laughs> oh man Michigan beat the Vols oh Oh, Oh, there's those stupid burgundy tights that Yoko wears. And Vince even says on commentary, he's like, it's Yokozuna who just continues to grow. (laughs) Yeah, he says he mentions his weight and and Vince quips that he continues to grow. So it's funny that I have these same things in our notes. (laughs) Oh, has has he got Brutus Beefcake tights on? Yes, he He does. does. He has thigh windows. Well, dude, he has has like a Boy Meets World haircut, too. Look at that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is that Ryder Strong? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's Sean. If no one understands that, dude, his his fucking son, his fucking son is his Frankie Stacchino. What was his name? Vader's son. Vader's son. Yes, and, Frankie he, and, he, and he knows. He knows. Writers. Why did both of you losers watch Boy, Boy Meets World? Boy Meets World was awesome in the nineties. Because man. Vader had to get his belt back from Jake the Snake. Fuck that's it. why. And now, yeah, Jake the Snake's fucking last Legends figure, the Chase, is from that fucking episode. Yeah, yeah Fuck Eddie. You. Yeah, Eddie. Fuck both of you. <laughs> Get out of here. Me and Brandon are bonded over Boyd's world. Fuck yeah. I love Topanga. There, there are things I want to say, but I can't. I hate both of you. you got, speak is, Chad Gable's oh dad. Oh, God. That was a great... Uh, oh, it's, come on. Come on, pussy. Oh, 
Speaking of awesome things, uh, we're gonna we're gonna crack open these. Yeah, uh, let's do this, buddy. These uh, Mountain Dew beers in bad taste to do that during skulls. Are we about to determine who's gonna challenge for Brandon well, for his belt? Well, we no, we're doing that later. Let's do this. We're oh. talking about these, you dumbass. Oh, we're cracking open beers. I'm sorry, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> you're cracking open cards. Do, do, your, do, your do, you do your ears not work? I don't. You want the regular. You want the regular. This Mountain is Dew? Mountain Dew Hard Zero Sugar. So I don't care what. Like, it's a hard like I'm try that alcoholic. How much watermelon? Watermelon. We're going to try them all. There's Mountain Dew, regular flavor. There's is watermelon. There's Baja Blast. There is Baja Blast. There's also That's watermelon. a black, uh, let's say a cherry. No, black cherry. Yep. Ooh. So we're going to break that one out too. Um, you also have some stone cold IPAs in here. No, those are the American lagers. Oh. Yeah, IPAs. Oh, God. Maybe they won't taste like shit then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so, boys. So this one is the watermelon one. We're just pass it down the line. I hope you guys' uh, right. mouths have been cleaned today. I'm just trying the regular. Yep. You don't have a special one because you're not special. Oh man, that smells fucking delicious. Pretty good. That tastes like a fucking energy drink. Yeah, I can taste. Um, it's kind of like a taurine kind of flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Contains alcohol. It's only 5%. Hey, you drunk all these at the, the lake or something. Pass them around. Pass them around. Just pass, pass to your right. Right. Pass to your right. Oh, sorry. Circle, circle, bitch. Brand's, <laughs> Brand's tongue punching. Are you spitting here? I already drank about half of it. <laughs> and that's the match, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's ring announcer McGee, by the way, that I can't figure out who the hell he is. Oh, yeah. I don't this like is, That one tastes great. This is much better than the one that's This one tastes like shit. I'm just letting you know. All right, here. Just like I feel like it needs the sugar for the Baja Blast to work. Yeah. Just tastes like a watered-down Baja right, Blast. I'm, I'm drinking the Baja Blast now. That one's not bad. That one's my favorite. The watermelon's my favorite. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the watermelon's my favorite. Right, well, let's pop this black cherry up in right quick. And take oh, a can sip. I have the watermelon one back? Because I want to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Hand me the Baja Blast. I kind of like No, that. fuck it. I don't want the regular. Okay, fuck it. I'll drink it. God dang it. Go and go. Oh, there's, there's Jay Lawler's uh, mom. Man, she... She has, to see a call hit see video goes. She has very supple breast Jerry, for, for Jerry, feeding her children. Jerry keeps defending that he won fair and square. Mmm. That's why he's a great heel. This one might be the new fave, guys. It smells black delicious. Che- this one has black cherry. Look at that. <laughs> I like how he's, he draws up the telestrator later, too. That one is pretty damn good. What is this That one, one tastes like a popsicle. Black, black cherry. cherry. I'm smelling it. I'm getting the oeuvre <laughs> of it. Hey, Katie told him that this photo is upside down, by the way. Then they had to switch it back around. Tastes like a popsicle, right? It does. Like a bomb pop. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. I, I don't know if this... I think the watermelon still may be my favorite. I like the watermelon. You have more black, of the watermelon ones in there? Uh, there's two. Do you want I brought two of each. Just so. I'll take the black cherry and the regular. Okay. Unless you want the black cherry. I'll, I'll, do you, do I'll you want to stick with strawberry? The, I'll stick with oh, the watermelon black. He said they superimposed the photo of Hakushi landing on uh, Bro. You want the other watermelon? Fine. I'll, right, let's drink these fuckers. Not so bad, Mountain Dew. Pretty good. The Bottle of Blast is my least favorite. I did not notice that they were zero sugar, though, when we started out. Well, that's cool, man. Because, you know, no. we're all going to end up being diabetic. Mm. So he's doing the, <laughs> the magistrator, drawing tears on Bret Hart's. Which is funny, because this is what he was doing before the match, to make it look like he had a knee injury. Now they're playing off. That's how he actually got it. That's what he left on his mom's chest. What? What? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, Vince wearing his glasses. <laughs> it's Jerry. I think it's right here. Jerry's like, hi, Mom. <laughs> he's like, I won. Damn, that's good. Yep, there it is. I'm on. <laughs> it kind of surprised me that Vince would wear glasses because it seems to me like he would be too proud. 
Yeah. Or, do you, or do you think he's doing this to make himself look smart? Smart. Well, we got the superstar line here. They're talking about Jim Ross, talking about Don't Bret Hart. Say it. Yeah, yeah, you fucking Canadian. You got to pay WWE more for this superstar line. Sorry for the higher rates for Canadians, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> right there in my notes. <laughs> hey, man, it starts once you choose your option, not once the call starts. Yeah, mean gene. Scheme gene. <laughs> Are we gonna talk about really quick about like what uh, about Sami Zayn being in our neck of the woods? Oh, that was oh, yeah. pretty cool. So while we were gone, Sami Zayn. Well, the night before that, IRS. <laughs> I smell shit. Is it you, Sid? <laughs> Shitting in darkness. <laughs> oh, there is a picture. Of, there is a screen grab of Sid here in a few minutes that literally looks like he smells shit. Sorry, here's that stupid alien promo. Okay, so the the night before, so on Saturday night, WWE ran in Johnson City, which is not too far from our neck of the woods in, in towards Knoxville. I was in Knoxville. I went to the melting pot with our buddy Skip, his wife, and my wife, and in the old city, which is only like a block away from where we're running our NGW show, and. Right there in the old city, there's a cruise farm ice cream, great place. All of a sudden, we're in Nashville on Sunday, and Sami Zayn is in at Cruise Farm in the old city in Knoxville, trying to get dirt on Johnny Knoxville. Funny shit. It's pretty cool. I mean, I'm digging his Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville angle going into Mania. The match uh, may suck, but Sami Zayn is a champion. I'll tell you who rocks. Man <laughs> Mountain Rock. That's a beautiful do, segue. Do, 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 do. We're and it's gone in two weeks. By the way, <laughs> friends with him on Facebook. That's a badass guitar. I don't care what anyone says. Man Mountain Rock's going to take on Iron Mike Sharp. Oh, I wonder how many showers guitar, he took. I'm sorry, but the logo is not accurate to the time frame. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> who, who did this gimmick better, Man Mountain Rock or Van Hammer? Well, Van Hammer looks more the part, but fuck Van Hammer, so I'm going to go with Man Mountain Rock. Actually, I'm going to go with Max Payne, because he's just overall better character. You know who did it better? Elias. I can agree with that. That's not the time frame I'm talking about, Travis. God, get your shit correct. Van Hammer wasn't even wrestling at this point. Did you already drink all that? Yes. (laughs) Well, I drank half of that before he gave. I'm about to chug this one, too. But yeah, freaking Mike Sharp probably got locked in the building, taking all these showers. Jerry Lawler quips. <laughs> He's still wearing the look at his tits. <laughs> He's still wearing the wrist brace, by the way, from like '85. <laughs> now he worked WWF around that time, correct? He was like, yeah. like a mainstay for them for quite oh, a while. Oh, yeah, he was a main jobber. Like he, he was pretty much on the roster. I would think he, he was more. He was boy. more prominent than the uh, the uh, shit. Um, C. Lombardi, the Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you. I bought a lot of cards off of fucking. Uh, eBay the other day, it was like from the classic series from like 1990. In there, I'm going through the cards looking at them because they're all different. I was like, okay, this is cool. Guess which card was signed in there? Brooklyn Brawler. There was a signed Brooklyn Brawler card in there. It was fucking hilarious. I'm the only one thinking that's funny, but you know, whatever. I wish you could see my face right now because I'm so <laughs> I, I'm just enamored by Man Mountain Rock's gear. Dude, the other gear was better. The tie-dye gear, I don't like this gear. All right, this dude is dressed like uh, people I see at the flea market. He, looks he also looks like it looks like the the actual version version of Charles Lee Ray as the doll. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> looks like he went to a fucking uh, Italian restaurant and puked on that shirt. Here's the finish. Uh, here's the finish. Thirty over. He was UFC before UFC was cool. 
By the way, somebody's like mowing or fucking shit right now outside. <laughs> hey, hey, fuck you! <laughs> Your neighbor will start banging on the wall. No, fuck you, buddy. Go fuck yourself. Uh, when he's when he's playing the guitar at the beginning, Jerry Lawler goes, "Do you hear that, McMahon? It's the sound of Jimmy Hendrix rolling over in his grave." <laughs> he later also says, "I got two words for Man Mountain Rock: Jenny Craig." <laughs> oh, that's true. And during this whole match, the the big one eight hundred ninety five Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up in the damn age. Oh, you guys, you guys every, remember when every was... year they just changed one number in the phone to make it more oh, up-to-date. Oh, Stephanie Wine. <clears throat> Here we go. We're talking about the one in the fucking house again. Oh, yeah. They also put over uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom as the as the USA movie of the week Friday at 9, at 9 p.m. It, Vince doesn't know what that is. He doesn't even know who Harrison Ford is. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know what you got there, Temple buddy. of Doom came out in 1984. Are these people Jewish? Ooh, what you got there? I got, I got some Utz Ridge Cut Ooh. Bacon and Cheddar Potato Chips. Ooh. I swear. And now I realize they're gluten free, so I'm going to go eat those. I'll eat them. Toss them you're wearing, a che- wearing a Chelsea uh, Clinton suit back there. Oh, yeah. So, from Sean. The, from the offices of Meyer yeah. Sherberwitz. You got Dr. Steve Bruin behind him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they even show fucking Todd here not calling call the right number again. I know. I thought they would edit it, and they did not. No, because they didn't give a fuck. Vince talks and says, you know, he's talking about the kid who won. He's 11, I believe, 11 years old. Yeah, he's 11 years old. And he, <laughs> and he's a punk. <laughs> and he took his chip back. <laughs> he, uh, he says that his, he's favorite, professional. his favorite wrestler is Shawn Michaels. Who? Shawn Michael? Returns next week. Yeah. Oh, boy. Against King Kong motherfucking Bundy. I think that's King Kong Bundy's last match. Thank God that experiment died. I was really hoping he'd show up in the Dungeon of Doom, though. Not too bad. It's kind of sad that of all the terrible people they would get for the Dungeon of Doom, they couldn't land a... A turkey like King Kong Bundy. He's a turkey, all right. Fucking you win the house! Everybody knows the best incarnation of the Dungeon of Doom. Shut the fuck up. Was the new Dungeon of Doom. You oh, win the house! Oh, can I interject? Who, like last night, J.J. Dillon and fucking Kevin Sullivan <laughs> on Judge Steve Harvey. You know how I found out about that? Mance Warner tweeted it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sitting in Thai Basil last night eating, and I look up and I was like, that's J.J. Dillon. <laughs> That's fucking Kevin Sullivan. Who, what the hell is this? And then it's like, oh, Steve Harvey, apparently, J.J. Dillon lent Kevin Sullivan $7,500 to buy a boat in like 1984 or some shit. People don't forget. <laughs> and I'm sitting there the whole time. I'm like, he really, he, he stole that money so he could build up the Dungeon of Doom. Like the fucking Dungeon. Purple Haze, Martin Lewin needed a good gimmick. And he needs, some, <laughs> needs a fucking Purple Haze and a nice robe. Like, fuck. 75. Woman needed some chains around her and. Seventy five hundred bucks back then that's a lot of money. But it was so weird. That's like a hundred thousand dollars. Everybody else is probably like, who are these two old fuckers on here? I'm like, that's the goddamn front office of WCW. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now? What are we become? Uh you gonna clip them. Gonna clip them. I like how that's a far out shot. This whole episode is is just recaps of in your house. Well, since there's not gonna be a replay, an encore presentation. Good, good point. I didn't think about that. Well, this is this is a more reason for it's, them to get the, people to buy the tape. Oh, lovely! Oh yeah, fucking Puerto Rican ninja. <laughs> Savio Vega cuts a fucking promo here. Then Vince keeps getting him to shut the fuck up, and he won't. He keeps talking in Spanish. <laughs> we had people in the crowd or in the line as we're getting into uh, the Crockett Cup laughing so hard because Brady kept seeing it. It's so funny. Hands up high. 
Manos Tahiba. Hands up high. Manos Tahiba. Touch the sky. So the funny... Soy Puerto Rico. Manos Higa Asim Nombre. So the funniest, I know that's a number. The funniest, the funniest thing about it, too, is we, we went to that one record store. Oh, here it is. And remember, there was, almost a, there was almost a fight in the in the damn road because the guy wouldn't go. And playing. <laughs> Brandon said you're singing the song and all of a sudden we look over I'm like oh god this dude's about to get his ass beat I know I, I roll with Los Bariquas and he knew that and he was like he left us alone cool toy store we went to and cool record shop where you found that ghost album yeah I found a bootleg ghost album which I love going to record stores for that kind of shit yeah. you know, so you do speak English do you think so look at his fucking forehead Oh, it's very uh, Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, that's gross. I mean, working in Puerto Rico, no wonder it was like was it World Wrestling Council? World Wrestling there. Council, yeah. So every, fucking everybody's, Carlos Colon. Everybody's forehead looks like yeah, that. Yeah, fucking Carlos Colon. You helped you help murder Bruiser Brody, you fucking bitch. Yeah. He helped cover up the murder of <laughs> Bruiser Brody. You know who else covered up a murder? Abdullah the Butcher. Lex Luger. Kevin, Luger. Kevin Luger. Sullivan. Oh, <laughs> and, and Lex Luger. He never really covered up. She did, anyway. Mm. R.I.P. Miss Luger. Do you think that Sabio Vega... Could have been a bigger star with a a, a proper repackage because I always felt like they had like this moment where like you felt like he was somebody, but then you know, he was in the the nation. I felt like in early '96 when him and Austin were feuding. Yeah, that was the point. I was like, hey, this guy could probably be Intercontinental Champion. And then I don't think after his feud with Austin, it just went. I don't think his Ooh. gear did him any favors. No, no, he wore the same gear every night. Oh, look, it's Barry, Barry see, told you he was wearing a fucking pole, or uh, blow the roof off the house, or as Sid would blow a fucking roof off the toilet. <laughs> Shitty <laughs> darkness, <laughs> softball in December. <laughs> Suddenly, I defecate. <laughs> These afternoons are fantastic. He's wearing that turtleneck. Uh, he says the only way to get this shirt is tonight. So if you were at the event, you couldn't even got that shirt. That's at least what he's saying. I'm assuming these are leftover shirts they had from the event. Yeah, because nobody bought them. It was a fucking white and ugly. Those, those got sent to probably to fucking Haiti for some like needy kids because they couldn't sell them. There's an Oliver Bret Hart shirt you could only buy an extra large. Too bad, fat so sitting next to Brandon, you couldn't buy one. Oh. Whoa. Oh. That Bret Hart, that Bret Hart shirt. No, still there's works. nothing that could, would prevent him from buying it. Oh, I'm sorry. It just, just wouldn't. <laughs> oh, Mantar is giving interest now. Good. We don't less mooing. Move over, you stupid fuck. I just think it's funny that Jim Cornette's with him. That was you know, a, that was a fucking, about to run in circles around. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking rib on him. Here comes the king of the ring bracket with just Mabel. Because no one else is qualified yet, Travis. Yeah, Pop. because no one else needs to. Because he's the fucking game. I tell you, they. they <laughs> God damn! Look at that jacket. There's Do a burnout, Bob. <laughs> God damn it! Like, well, how far have you fallen? You were a fucking tag champ. Now you're fucking uh, barely squeaking out wins if against almost, Mantar. Almost intercontinental champion. If Bob Holly would have been king of the ring, would he have put the crown on his car? No, <laughs> he'd have covered up the bald spot on the back of his head. <laughs> okay, <Brandon>. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have covered up the bald spot on the back of his head. I think I killed Brandon. Why did the fucking pirate steal his jacket? <laughs> <laughs> I have fucking. Uh, black, black chair, watermelon, uh, Mountain Dew, beer chip in my fucking nostrils because of, uh, I forgot this is even a qualifying match for the King of the Ring because these two guys don't deserve to be in it. That, fuck you. Bob Holly deserves to be in it. Bob Holly. I will vouch for Bob. Bob and his white fucking tights need to suck a dick. <clears throat> wow. wow. Mantar does not deserve to be in it. Iron Mike Sharp is <laughs> well, one to be guy in America that bought a fucking Bob Holly shirt was front row. Ugh, he lands on his shoulder. Care, careful there, you're 
You're, uh, you're, sounding, you're sounding a lot like the, the derogatory voice I was doing earlier, making fun of you for not knowing what day Raw mm. came on. Sorry, my bad. That's copyright infringement. I will say there's less... Hands mo- up, huh? There's less moving in this match, so there's a plus. <laughs> Crowd is so fucking dead for this match because they do not give a shit about... Well, they know who's going to win. Man, Mantar. What if they even noticed the King of the Ring qualifying match? They announced that to the crowd and just put the graphic know. on the fucking... King thing. Mantar. God, they missed an opportunity. Imagine him versus Diesel at SummerSlam. God puts the head back on, just comes out with all the pyrotechnics. Oh my god, he's got he's got fucking the new he's got fucking snorting coming out of the nose. They they fucking sew the crown into the fucking uh, God. (laughs) That's a missed opportunity. He was more athletic than Mabel. He wouldn't hurt as many people. King Mantar, King Tar, King. Man, hyphen keep Look at that, they fucked this spot up so bad. Oh, like, oh uh, Bob Holly uh, just wants to punch uh, him right in his Put the fucking crown on me. Wants to, <laughs> <laughs> to punch him in his gut. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. I got an idea. How about you <laughs> put, put the fucking crown <laughs> on me. <laughs> One. Have me beat Mabel in three seconds. Watch your uh, uh, Jim Cornette over here. It's like, that was three. God, this guy in front sweating Look, like a motherfucker. I will say this, though. Mantar's matches may be shit, but fucking Jim Cornette is out there getting as much heat as he fucking can. He's, he is shining this turd to a a lustrous of Green. burnt sienna. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, come on, come on, Cornette. Fucking Hulk smash, motherfucker. Is that Allison K you're talking about? Or? Oh. Marty oh. Bell. Hey. Marty Bell. Beautiful ladies. Beautiful. I would... I would bite Marty Bell's ass so gently. <laughs> okay, good, good. Not where I thought you were going with that, but okay. She seems like a great gal. Yeah. God, how do you, how like, this guy, I'm going to think, but the guy to play a mentor, he's like, man, through the fucking whole year 95, I had That's not a guy, I got to interject here. This is not a guy playing mentor, this is mantar. I mean, that's how he lives his life, Travis. hair shaved into horns. You know how, you know how, like, Bob Holly got his gimmick. He's like, oh, you all like, I like race cars. You know, so they give him that gimmick. Mantar was actually a Mantar. That's how I he love, got his gimmick. I love labyrinths. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like Goro from uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, Saint Amorphan. <laughs> he's got a, he's I got love, a brother named Kentaro. I love murdering people <laughs> in areas where it's hard to get out of. <laughs> I like cows. <laughs> I can move oh, real good. I love milk. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like knee pads though. Fuck knee pads. I wear elbow pads, but fuck a knee pad. There, there's an ongoing joke through this whole oh, show. I love the free. I love the freedom of having my knees unencumbered. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. We're gonna get you a job, but you have to wear knee pads. How the fuck was no a deal. mantor in the goddamn Dungeon of Doom? Imagine having that guy come okay, after Hulk Hogan. Okay, well, call, like, him, call him Ramtar or Tare. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before. Ram, 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 ram Man. Ram Man. I'll say that. Ram Man. Old Black Betty. Or Ram Man. Oh, Black Betty. Moo Man. Moo Man. Moo Man. Moon Man. Comes out with moon pie shaved inside of his hand. Does he throw them? Does he throw them out? Yeah. No, no, no. He's a heel. He eats them in front of the kids. Oh, he acts like he's going to get Rapper and all. He's like, ah, See, it's, a, it's a marketing idea. Like, like, he, we should book Moon Man for fucking <laughs> <laughs> Danny Rainbow's a moon man. <laughs> you could have a vignette at the fucking uh, Cracker Barrel. And he's... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you God. Moon pies. Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. You can't make me. It's a public place. <laughs> oh, shit. He, like, they, stumbled into yeah. that. I thought this was going to be the finish. I was like, oh, yes, thank God. And I'm like, like, shit, it's not over like, yet. swallowed by his gun. You're gonna kill Brandon. You know, this is a fucking joke. What's gonna happen? There's an ongoing joke throughout the whole show of Vince wearing a toupee, and uh, Jerry Lawler says Vince wore his special toupee because of his of uh, Jerry's mom. It's like Fryer Ferguson and a road warrior had a fuck baby, <laughs> and then they left it on a doorstep of a monastery because it's got face paint and weird hair, but it's wearing shit brown like Fry Ferguson did. I just uh, my thought process all this is they really think this was gonna get over. I mean, 95, I mean, fucking Goro's tearing it up in arcades. <laughs> they should have given him some more arms. Minotaur! If you're going to do that, you need to put him with fucking uh, Hakushi. If you're going to make it a, a Mortal yeah. Kombat staple. Oh, oh, here it comes, son. Here it fucking comes. He's taking the checkered flag. Here it comes. Oh, the fuck? White flag is out. Here comes the checkered. Oh, my God. One, two, three. Woo, give him the trophy, motherfucker. Let's go. Put do the you, crown on Do you think, here, this is a retroactive booking, but they but they, they have him win King of the Ring. Him versus Diesel money. Well, do they have Dale Earnhardt in his corner? No, 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 no. Richard Petty? No. Kyle Petty. <laughs> come Kyle out, the, they come Kyle, out the belly Kyle yellow Petty, car. Kyle Petty was Kyle Petty was NWO for life. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Petty's a heel. Bob Holly is a died in the wool baby face. Please buy our pay per view. Please go see it. <laughs> I know we just had fucking moon, man, Bob Holly just went moon, moon pie man out here, but please go go see our fucking show. Ooh, God, somebody get me a burr. <laughs> like Where's Victory Lane at? I gotta, I gotta give him a speech. Oh, I still say that, like after after he wins, oh, he should have to do shot. laps around the ring. They like this shit writes itself. Oh god! Like oh yeah, here's Sid. It's funny to me though. Like they, when they do this hype video for Sean, they have no Sean versus fucking heels. They just have Sean versus baby faces the whole well, time. Now there's the Italian Stallion. Oh, I got it. He wants one of those boot buys. We're getting. Did you say I have eyebrows. <laughs> That's him breaking the wishbone. <laughs> oh, next week we get King Kong Bunny and Shawn Michaels. Lord uh, help me. God, I hate you, King Kong. I'm pretty Kong sure Bunny. King, King Kong Bunny's last match. King Kong Bunny fucks. <laughs> get out of here, Charles Barkley Jr. I, I want to say, is that a qualifying match for the King of the Ring as well? I think it turns into it. Could be wrong. God, can we just Bob Backlund's announcement? I have so many fun things to say about this. First of all, I've missed Bob Backlund. His his wild antics make me laugh. <laughs> they are all Look over up. the fucking place God here. Damn baby Ruth getting that fucking advertising money. This, this baby, baby gets, gets you going. going. Indeed, it gets me going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going nuts. See it because there's nuts in a, in a baby. Yeah, room. Um, you get look that? at you being fucking cool. Bob Baggins. Because it was the 90s. Hey, girl. Oh, look, that's that's a slut. Was that Kelly Kapowski? Kelly, I was like, Kelly Kapowski, man. Tiffany Amber Thiessen? You wish. I wish. She's on Melrose Place at this point. I think she also did Sun Alarms, though. I don't know if she could suck what? What? College, <laughs> years, what? Was creep- College years was creeping up. <laughs> She's on Melrose Place and like Dylan's lover for a little bit. 
Was it Brendan? You, you know a lot. You, yeah, you know way too much about My sister watched Bob Backlund as an egghead, according to that yeah, poorly drawn that's a cool, sign. That's a cool sign. He starts throwing random dates out here. Oh, yeah, he fucked up so bad. <laughs> the one I have on here, he's just like, he's, he, what he's trying to do is, is talk about historical dates oh my God. to make this seem like this is a historical date for something big. He says December 22nd, 1983, when JFK was shot in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck, Bob, you're well. I ain't no, but no, he's He's right. <laughs> no, because, no, 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 no. He's right because the JFK assassination is a conspiracy. So he, 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 he knew the real thing because JFK didn't get killed. A body double? That was a body double. <laughs> I don't understand working. Exactly. <laughs> you just make the jokes for me. Oh, pedophile. Fucking Ben Flanders out there. Hively ho, little boy. <laughs> Get away from the man. <laughs> so he talks about how he, he lost the match at Mania because his bright light started shining over Hartford, Connecticut. And it was giving him a vision of what he should do next. He he fucks up all these dates, but dude, it <laughs> fucking works for him because he's so batshit. So it makes it seem like him losing the title fucked with him. I think he fucked up the moon landing too pretty bad. He said 69. I believe it was what, 60? No, that was 69. Right? Right? So you got, got that, that right. right. Nice. Nice. He started talking about AD and shit though too, like way back in the day. And all uh, this. speaking of Rich, really, really quickly, I, I, want, I want to say something. Uh, we have an episode of Rants coming out um, in April, and unfortunately, Fat Tony will not be able to be on that uh, episode. Yeah, because he's going to bust in here and beat his well, fat no, ass. He, 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 in all, in all seriousness, he, he, um, he suffered a, a very serious injury to his jaw from muff diving. He's going to be out <laughs> six to nine weeks. So get well soon, Fat Tony. Yeah, muff diving. No, you know what? Well yeah. And Travis. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show him some Well, it's because Travis has a muff. As in, as in, you have lady genitals. <laughs> and call my steel chair, I beat his ass with muff. This is this is so great, though. <laughs> but like I said, it's so batshit that it makes fucking sense. It sure came untucked and Jerry yeah. Lawler calls about it. No, him. Vince does. Whoa. Vince goes... <laughs> What's he say here? I have it in my notes. I, I, your, your shirt tail is showing. Is what he says. I'm pretty sure he says some words that don't like. He thinks they mean something, but they don't. He's trying mean to be it. Nick Bockwinkle. He read the dictionary though. That was like one of his things. People said he would. They'd see him in the back, was like reading the fucking dictionary. Yeah, because he's look how great he is. Well, it's because he was champion for so long. God dang, Opie Taylor. He fucking he fucking had so many concussions. That's the only thing he can fucking understand is the dictionary. Do you, in, uh, in terms of like guys in the oh, wrestling can't, can't business get it out. Who, get it. who have. Announce their candidacy for for the presidency. What? That's what this is. Yes. You fucking asshole. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're sure telling. But, you see, that's what says. But in, but in terms of that, because there are several who have done this, or Hogan. for you know, or major political office. Where do you rank this among uh, Hogan and Pedro Ventura and um, Rhino and? Other people. Jerry Lawler ran for mayor Man, of Memphis. Yeah, I just watched a Raw where, or a Sunday Night Heat where they bring him out for uh, St. Valentine's Day no. Massacre. <clears throat> and that's in Memphis. And they're like, your future mayor, Jerry the King Lawler. Well, uh, it would come down to two. And it would come down to Jesse Ventura and Glenn Jacobs. Which I actually bumped into Glenn Jacobs over the weekend I will in Knoxville. S- I will say Hogan's was kind of a big deal, I guess. On, he announced it on the uh, on Nitro and he announced it on uh, the Tonight Show. show. Yes, here it is. Bob Backlund is running for fucking president, and he's got a goddamn marching band, and they're all carrying brass bugles, motherfucker. Let's go. Well, here, here's a question. Trumpet, sorry. Um, if Bob Backlund were running for president, like legitimately, and you were of legal voting age, would you or would you not vote for Bob Backlund? Mr. Batshit Crazy? 
I mean, it's better than what we got, right? I do. <laughs> Political humor! <laughs> I'm going to let you guys try this. It's probably not going to taste as good as these because those are fruity. This is actually good for a beer beer. I just cracked open a uh, Broken Skull American Lager. How I, I find, it's better than the IPA. I find it offensive that when before you opened this, you didn't say, I'm about to open a can of whoop ass. Oh, I know, I opened up a can of whoop ass on myself. <laughs> I'm hey, gonna stop my mouth hole and walk it dry. I just, I just uh, made this point God, multiple times, but you don't understand Stand working. working. He's already wearing his bum. I want you to make pictures like, or shirts with those on there. Well, Brandon's going to take a second sip. That means it might be good. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I like it a lot better than the IPA. Where'd you find that one at? Uh, Total Wine. It, it, it came out on 316. What? 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 Total Wine, where's that? What? <laughs> you don't understand where it gets. I don't know where Total Wine is. It's in Knoxville at uh, fucking Turkey What? Oh, that big fucking place where H.H. Craig used to be? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. It's back there next to the IPAs. <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry Lawler. I'm sorry. I like you. Look at this kid. It's just like, it's oh, here we go. Trying to keep that tuttle belt man. You want to see this picture of Sid coming up? Oh, he's... Mm, I smell shit. He's totally... There's a turtle head poking out of that. <laughs> we gotta go home. <laughs> Sid, the matching started. We oh. gotta go home. <laughs> I was watching... Um, God damn it. There's a Raw I was watching, and like it's the ladder match between Mankind and The Rock in 99, mm-hmm. and they, I can literally hear the ref now saying, you got four minutes, Rock. And then there was a match earlier where it was like Val Venus and Billy Gunn. He's like, you got to go home. You got to go home. It's weird picking that shit up now that I'm older. I still find it that weird. That powerbomb is awesome. I still find it weird that they share finishers. However, they do say his is a jackknife yeah. and and, these, oh, and Sid is, all, is a, is a powerbomb. Motherfucking Tatanka. Get out of here. Dude, Buffalo. when we're watching this, you got so you got verbally hard for Tatanka. So don't re don't revision. Get verbally the, hard for the million dollar corporation because million dollar championship wrestling is heads and shoulders above the fucking UWA. Then why you, then why you then why you shitting on it? While we're watching this. I'm not I'm saying Tatanka's not the greatest. I didn't draft him for my goddamn show. It's implied. Yeah, fuck you. It's implied. Now here, oh, bam, bam, and Diesel are That's why no one wants to go skip down the fucking aisle. That's why no one watched your pay per view. No, everybody watched my pay per view. No, no one did. Brandon allegedly got three million, three million pay per view buys. Yeah, we, oh, here we it broke is. a tennis record. You can tell uh, Jim Ross has had his uh, first bout with Bell Paul's. Yeah, I, I was, dick. I was, I was wondering that too because I looked up when he had. He had it in '94. <laughs> like, they like they how, hide his face though. I like how this is how fucking. <laughs> IRS shows up to the building with his goddamn suspenders on his tie. He has a tan one, though. He should be world champ. I mean, he would have fucking beat Well, he sweats too much. So me, champions don't sweat that can much. Can I tell you a, a real-life story real quick? Look at that laser so, in his eye. I'm at work the other day, and uh, for those of you who don't know, I work in a, a year-round haunted house. So my, my costume is like an Undertaker kind of character, mm-hmm. but... You know, I have black pants and, you know, belt and everything. And the first, like, the, like, to, to the right, the belt loop on my pants breaks. So, my fucking belt will not keep my pants up. So, the only alternative I had was some fucking red suspenders that we had left over from our, our costume lot from October. So, I'm walking around, and I'm, like, there you know, is. sticking my fucking fingers in there and everything. And the only thing I can think of is, like, my God... I look just like IRS. Were you sweating? I a little bit, a little bit. When you put the suspenders on, that's what that's what triggers you, it. You know how you know IRS is going to win. He's already in the ring. But I, I threw a vest mm. over it 
and uh, no one, no one was the wiser, but it kept my pants up. But I, but I, but I knew. He just told IRS, he's like, I got this, got the suit of JC Penny. IRS. <laughs> do you, do you know what IRS stands for? No, I really suck. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> With that little promo they did, they're setting the, the they're planning the seeds for sending to Tonka versus Diesel and Bam Bam at King of the Ring, which is not too well, about a month away. Oh, here we go, here we go. Wow, fists, and then he takes them all. This Bam Bam could have been huge. Just saying. Yeah, that gear rules. I think the jacket rules. The gear that he wears with it is not so... Uh, it's the same gear he's yeah. always fucking worn. Until, like, what is it, like, right at 95 when he's getting ready to leave against Goldust? He has the new one with the three Bs on it that he wears the rest of his career. Pretty sure. I really I really dig the intertwined 3B logo. Well, I mean, well, there it it's is. On, it's on his yeah, jacket it's on his there. Smaller. And they're shooting off his back. That was pretty cool. Pew. I wonder if Bam Bam's like, well, I don't have any hair to get cinched. Yeah, he's got a goatee. He's got to put a lean on his goddamn tattoos. <laughs> I, do Do you think that he's worried about that? I, I see, I you see the pyro do, yeah. do you think that he financed his tattoo work and he's been painted off slowly because wages were down in 95? Oh, he's going to get a promo time. What the hell's going on here? He said, I'm going to bring out my friend, Big Daddy Cool. Why don't you just suck the dick of the click some more? God. He did maybe I may be a little too. He didn't even say Big Daddy Cool. He didn't even say Big Daddy Cool Diesel. He just says Big Daddy Cool. I may be a little, little yeah, tipsy here, like, hey. guys. Well, you drank like fucking four beers, dude. It's fine, man. And I drank a Red Bull to help soak it up. Um, <laughs> That's I not have, how that works. <laughs> I have AD thanks this morning, so we're good. I'm a potassium in for the day. <laughs> I had a banana before I came here to prepare for this. One time, one time. Look at, oh, I, I wish I was bowl cut, kid, which we're going to get for a goddamn open on the show. We're working on it. But one time, we're at this thing. We're, like, selling some stuff. And Travis <laughs> and Travis, <laughs> Travis, ate a banana very seductively next yeah, to right, me. Dude. And he made me very uncomfortable. And then I was jeffing while I was doing it. I was like, didn't, didn't, And then, he almost ate shit there. And then I went and got a banana, and I ate it very seductively. And Brandon got hard. There's Kelly Kapowski. And her sister, Fran. And her sister, Fran. Fran Kapowski, her fugly you friend. slut. She wasn't really. She already graduated on base. So it was Jesse. It was Jesse Spano before got, fucking Showgirls. Yeah. No, that was Fran, the caffeine addiction. No, Fran Kapowski got fucking. Uh, she got. She got in school suspension. Fucking IRS for, is already sweaty, boys. For doing caffeine pills. Can you tell me what IRS's last match is? Because I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, so I have it in my notes because I started thinking about it. I, I didn't break it down like, oh, you know, his retrospective. But I started thinking like, how long has how long has IRS been in the WWF? Mm-hmm. He made his return because, of course, he was a part of the uh, US, Express. U.S. Express with Barry Windham, tag team champs. By who the was way. who is the his... original first WrestleMania? Correct. Yes, yeah. and that was his uh, brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he was uh, around from April '91. Big thing was he feuded with Big Boss Man. They had a, uh, they had a like a, a Survivor Series match. A Survivor Series, yeah. He's been there since ninety one. Thought it was ninety two. Of course, you know ninety two. He starts teaming with a Million Dollar Man. They have the match at the ninety two SummerSlam against the Road Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, where Hawk or as an animal no, burns Hawk, his leg. No, Hawk burns his leg on the motorcycle because he's drunk. And, Good for him. And it like it's like fucking melts his foot. Yeah, they fuck that spot up, and he moves. Uh, but he was around till July 30th, 1995. His last match is a house show match against Shawn Michaels. 
Well, that's a hell of a way to go out, I guess. Yeah, but he's about to achieve <laughs> legendary status in WCW as Michael Wall Street. Or is it VK, VK Wall, Wall Street? VK Wall Street. Uh, What's the VK stand for, boys? Vincent Kennedy. Yeah. Up, up, up. Diesel. Diesel. Oh, he was the Diesel. worst. Is, is he the worst member of the NWO? No. No, Big Bubba is. No, I, I disagree. Is it, <laughs> I disagree. Is it I disagree. Is it Ted DiBiase? No, it's it's fucking Michael Wall Street because why? Or he has or, WWF or is it Disco Inferno? That doesn't even fucking count. That's the Wolfpack. <laughs> no, Horace Hogan is oh, the no, Horace no, is pretty bad. no, the no, pretty bad too. no. I'm 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 being fucking firm on this. Michael Wall Street is the worst member of the NWO. Uh, yes, my thing is he has no significant moments. He has no significant matches. He's always sweaty. There's nothing <laughs> positive I can say about him. He his just tenure. wears like black jeans and a cut off shirt too. Like at least Bubble wore leather jeans or leather pants. Pleather. They don't Pleather. crack or age with time. Yeah, that's true. Oh. He's cracked though. He's dead. <laughs> Vince was jizzing all over the size of like, Diesel as he came out. <laughs> I like how fucking <laughs> Bam, Bam, Bam Bam has the new boots, but the old gear still. His new gear might not be ready yet, Travis. Well don't wear the fucking new boots. It had to go with his jacket. God, fuck you. Things take time. When you drink, you're violent. I don't like it. <laughs> Choke him with his tie. Do it, Danny. <laughs> so when I play when I play Rocket League every once in a while with Skip, uh, I always put, dang, Daddy, every time he scores, and then he'll put, choke me. And we get some weird responses on the in the chats why, as we why play. Why was Bam Bam not the King of the Ring tournament? Why was this not a King of the Ring tournament? Because he's in the main event, Travis, in the tag yeah, match. It's a shitty main event. God damn it. They talk about alert. it on here. Like, a tag match at the end of it is stupid. I mean, it's like the quality of the match. <laughs> it was terrible. There's no meat on the bone now. We can't even do, we can't do King of the Ring now, Brandon. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Let's just fucking skip nope. it. Nope, 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 nope. We're going to do, you know we're gonna do 1995 Slambury you, twice. You know what's sad? Please, no. <laughs> Don't make me do that. You know what's sad about the, the fucking no. There has the to be repercussions for bad behavior, and God damn it, I put my fucking foot down. I'm the daddy of this podcast, and we're fucking doing it. You know what's, step, you know step, what's sad about the King of the Ring 95? <laughs> I fucking bootlegged that from fucking movie gallery. Before they got rid of all their VHS, yeah, I, love, like, I, I love, copied it. I really yeah, love that you're yeah. you're buzzed, you're buzzed enough to confess your sins. <laughs> I did that shit. I told you that on the first episode. Yeah, and you know who listens to this podcast? Everybody. That's the, why we're in the top um, two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we were actually charted there for a while. We, we almost still broke, are. Yeah, we we're still in the top two hundred as of. Recording. We were in the t- uh, we were literally almost in the top one hundred, which was cool. Yeah, we were like one hundred three. Thank you guys. Thank yeah, you guys for checking us out. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, keep up the good work. Buy some fucking merch. And it's weird, though. Like We charted the week after it came out, so it's kind of... Kind of I think there's a delay on how it, it, it drops like I, that. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, because I, too, have been drinking a little bit. Um, the WWF uh, lawyer, Jeremy Jer- McDivitt. Jeremy McDivitt, he listened to this podcast, and you just, you just, uh, you just admitted... And I, I and I you know, know in no way, I know in no way condone Travis's behavior. You know so what, I Jeremy hope we throw the book at him. You know what, Jeremy did it? You're a nice man. I can't wait for Travis to sober up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We didn't even really get a drink at the, on this fucking national trip. I drank Dude, beer. I drank so much the first day, and I was like, you know what? My pocket... Oh, God, he didn't even hit the turnbuckle. Boom! Because he sucks. Count ref, one, God, two, fuck you, Earl Hedman. Three, finally, this fucking match is over. Fuck you, Earl. Anybody Why aren't you had, selling your ankle from the night before when it got tangled up in the ropes, you stupid geriatric fuck? I hate 
we're all in agreement that uh, Earl, Hebner's Earl, overrated. Earl Hebner sucks. Yes. He's overrated. Oh, are you okay, buddy? Oh, let me hold your hand. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. He's, oh, in, the black. God, yes. He's in the black, though. He's about to be shitting in darkness because the spotlight hasn't hit him yet. Don't touch me. I got to poop. And it's funny how, like, now Travis is all about Tatanka. The fuck Tatanka. Liar. Liar. Fuck you. We all, we, didn't we have that moment? <laughs> we had that moment during the Crockett Cup. Where I told you to fuck Nick Aldis? No, where for some reason someone brought up, to, someone was going, and Travis was like, Tatanka. <laughs> and I turned around and went, Oh, yeah, here's a heel Shawn Michaels video, by the way. Oh, I'm just a sexy boy, sexy boy. I'll tell you what he isn't, and that's simply ravaging. Oh, yeah, they made it out like Pam and God. Jenny want him now. God Damn it! I kept fucking swing my hips anytime I hear it. No one can see you doing that. So it's all wasted. Oh, power driver on razor. Wasted my pants. <laughs> God, what? How did like shot? They're like Sean. Here's the big pitch for you to come back, but and they kept show a hotter girl in that fucking Stephanie Wine. No, Travis. They want to make um, it seem like he's attainable to these other fucking marks that are out there. But they're like, oh, Listen. Sean. Here's the big pitch for you to come back. You're gonna wrestle King Kong Listen. Bundy, and it's gonna be a King of the Ring qualifying match. I'm sure he's like. Great. Yeah. You know what you yeah. gotta do? You know what you gotta do? You gotta fuck the rats. <laughs> well, that fucking That's ter- why women don't come to the matches no more, you don't fuck the rats. Teresa with too much blush on. Teresa with too much blush on stands no fucking chance with the fucking sexy boy Shawn yeah, Michaels. But you know what? Shawn Michaels needs to take one of their fucking team and make sure the stadium comes the next week because oh, God. They're, they're running in uh, fucking BFE and they fucking, need, they need fucking, to sell out. Fucking Rita from they, Rhode they Island. Have, they have no 60 shot. fucking seats at the oh, Elroy oh. County God, look how sweaty he fucking is. fair and they have to sell 60 fucking seats or they're not going the fucking payoff. God, fucking yellow you teeth King Kong don't Bundy. understand working. God damn it. Reader from Rhode Island has no shot. Fuck King Kong Bundy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the last thing I have in my notes here. Fuck him. He's a piece well, of boys, shit. Well, uh, boys, this episode uh, was surely special. Ruined or redeemed? <laughs> well, this is easy ruined. <laughs> don't you be a dick. Ruined. It fucking sucked, man. It was not good at all. This is ruined. This There's episode no is, is just a highlight show of what happened in your house. With a fucking... And- Bam Bam going through the million dollar corporation fucking match. Yeah. Which was not good because fucking IRS is too sweaty and it doesn't work out. MVP. Uh, I, my heart wants to say Jerry Lawler, but I'm going to agree with Eddie that he does put himself over a little yeah. bit too much to the detriment of the things going on in the ring. Man, that's hard because... No one sticks out on this show. Yeah, no I'm, I'm going to say Owen... Because at the very least, during the tag match, uh, you get to see some good competitive uh, moments from him. So I'm going to go with Owen. I'm going to go Bob Holly because he stamped his uh, ticket to the fucking all you did was talk, All you did was talk shit about it. Well, him. I mean, that's what I do. I mean, that's what I'm supposed to do, right? No. But like, I'm going to give it to Bob Holly because he, he had a good match with Mantar. But just <laughs> fucking drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. But what they roll on? <laughs> but, I but, know but, what they roll on. But he had a good match with Mantar. He punches his ticket. For the he had a the good ring. match with Mantar. You did all your credibility down the fucking toilet. I'm going. One I'm sentence. going. Bob Holly. One Fuck sentence. you. One sentence. But, Man, and that's why you will never be champion. He had a good match with Mantar. No, he fucking didn't. Yeah, it is. No, okay. no, he didn't. Okay. No. Serviceable. No. Okay. Because serviceable. Okay. What? Okay, Travis. Okay. 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 MVP for me, Bob Backlund. God, that fucking announcement blew dick, dude. 
No, it was fucking hilarious. It, it was entertaining. I, I will agree with that. He can be he can be a shitty worker all he wants, but put him on, on a microphone and let him do stupid shit Oof. like that. Just like the shit he did with Jeff Jarrett and Barry Horowitz. That was pretty funny. Fucking hilarious. Match of the night? This is this it's one, just a fucking tag match. This is the only match that I can say that had any kind of quality to it. And I know Travis is going to fucking blow the dick of the the NASCAR man, but no, no, no fucking Mantar match is ever going to get top pick from me. Bam Bam and IRS. It sets <laughs> <laughs> up for the fucking King of the Ring. <laughs> it does. It does set up for the King of the Ring, but there's not enough fucking sin for it. There's not enough. Not I think, enough sin. I think I blew my vocal cords out. There's not enough sin. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think. Uh, I would. I really do want to say uh, Bam Bam versus IRS, but I can't. Uh, man, it, it's really the tough. The match was jobber, though, so it didn't advance. Anything. And I, I feel so shitty for saying this, but the only match that actually had any significance was Bob Holly versus Mantar. And it's that? not. It's not a good match by any that? means, but yeah, it's the match I'm gonna have to go with that actually means yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go back to Canada? You fucking import. Why don't you go back to Canada? <laughs> Josh, you need to slow down on that IPA, buddy. Okay. Uh, so, guys, we did get some dark matches on this set of tapings. Mm. The dark matches are actually pretty damn good. God forbid they filmed them. The Smoking Guns defeated Men on a Mission. Ugh. Which is weird because they are building for Mabel. You think they would have put them over, even in that setting. The Allied Powers defeated Jeff Jarrett and the Roadie. Diesel and the Undertaker defeated Kama and Sid. That would not tell me that would not be a fucking that, awesome. That match. would have made better sense for the fucking King of the Ring than fucking Bam Bam. No man, that doesn't work for Taker, brother. He doesn't work. He doesn't work Mondays. Yeah, fucking Taker doesn't, doesn't work Taker, on camera Mondays. Taker gets fucking. Uh, he gets screwed, doesn't he? Double counted, double count out or something. We'll get there. Yeah. And then Bret Hart defeated Hakushi, which I imagine was a pretty good match. On the other side of things, boys. <laughs> Two nights before this, which would have been one night before in your house, WCW Saturday night. This is the final show before Slammery? No, there's one more before that. Okay. This, this is uh, a week before there. A week and then one day before uh, Slammery. Sorry. Marcus Bagwell and the Patriot defeated Barry Hardy and Chris Speaker. Barry Hardy keeps popping up. The Nasty Boys defeated Todd Zane and Chick Donovan. I bet Chick. That, I bet that was <laughs> that name sounds great to Wazoo kind of Encounter. Craig Pittman defeated Scott Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Craig Pittman sucks. Lord Steven Regal and um, the Duke of Eaton, Bobby Eaton, defeated Kip, Aby, and <laughs> Mark Starr. Earl of Eaton? You mean? No. no. I, maybe. I don't no. know. I just have Bobby Eaton on notes. <laughs> I was just trying to be funny. And then uh, in a U.S. title tournament match, Alex Wright defeated Big Bubba Rogers by DQ. No. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That sounds no. like a terrible show. Yeah. No. So we, we give a lot of shit to uh, Raw, but I, these Saturday nights, there's never and I anything. fucking bought the Blu-ray of 95 Saturday night, which tells you how cool I am. I bet they make... You're going to say the word we can't say? I bet they make fun of you in chat rooms. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Are they... message boards? They're going to pop a fucking bone talking about me? Let's do it. 
<laughs> our next episode, guys, will be Slamboree. We did just go over the card uh, on our last show, so if you do want to know the card, listen to that, because I'm not saying it again. It sucks. It's fat. Asses. <laughs> Brandon, Ransom Backlodge. Well, we already got about it. The fat Tony got we going to muff diving accident. So are we going to the champion or no? Um, but uh, we're going to do a retrospective for uh, April Fool's Day. And then uh, later on in the month, we're going to be uh, talking about FrankenCon. We're going to be uh, appearing at FrankenCon on May 14th. Hell yeah. The, uh, the same day as the original In Your House. But, Ironic. Uh, oh, this is <laughs> birthday. your birthday. Also my birthday. Uh, May 14th, uh, Alcoa, Tennessee. Uh, just uh, come out and say hello. We're gonna have all sorts of uh, fun, fun stuff to uh, to give away. Gonna be doing a, a re- live retrospective with Brian Bremer, uh, who was in all sorts of films that you may have seen, including Pumpkinhead, Spontaneous Combustion, one of my personal favorites, Society. Fucked up movie. Great, great stuff. So we're really looking forward to that. What you say? It's like you want some, How do you like your tea? With uh, cream, sugar, or pee? Or pee? Is that what you <laughs> say? <laughs> fucking weird movie. Travis. Uh, still selling stuff over there at TGL, the man 12 on eBay. Uh, just listed some new stuff today, put up some, uh, Power Ranger stuff that we did not sell at the, uh, Smoky Mountain Collector Con. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we also ha- actually, uh, bought a table for the, uh, toy show coming up in August for, um, I guess it's Big Todd's G.I. Joe uh, showing more or something. Be between us, we're going to have four, four tables. tables. It's going to be a four tabler, guys. Four tabler. Four table spread. Yeah. Four table spread. You guys come on down. Probably gonna have the biggest spread out there because you know fuck everybody else. But um <laughs> uh, I mean you don't care about G.I. Joe's, you want wrestling, you want Ninja Turtles, you want Power Rangers. I currently hold three championships. Any spread I'm a part of is the best. I hope you bring your belt so no one no one biggest. will talk to you about them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wear all three of them. I want you to wear one on each shoulder and one around your waist. Yeah, I will. Or maybe you can do like the Undertaker when he didn't like 2001, when he was American Badass, was wearing around your neck. Just kind of like a snake. Like, right. Cobra. You want a cobra, like, right around here. But yeah, come out and buy some stuff for me on uh, the E of Bays, and uh, I'll pass it on over to Eddie and NG Doom. NGW, guys, we're creeping up. April 10th. It's only like, by the time this podcast drops, we'll be about two weeks away. And uh, we've already started announcing matches. We have announced that uh, Dirty Nongo will be in attendance in. Will be uh, speaking. This will be the first time he's spoken in Knoxville since the Mance Warner incident. We almost start a fucking riot. Yeah, we, hey. Real quick about Dirty Dango. Dirty Dango and JTG had a match against the Briscoes in the Crockett Cup. Fucking phenomenal. The crowd was on their fucking feet for that one. Great, great stuff. Dirty Dango's, he's pretty damn good. Yeah. And then yep. you got the leader of the Davy Richards Jerk Squad. Davy Richards versus Menace. Chop Fest galore, guys. I'm really excited mm. for this. Oh, I mean, you mean Jerk Fest galore. Buy the fucking t-shirt. I'm going to be out there jerking it. Yeah, guys. And we've announced a few other things as well, but things are still trickling in. I don't want to say too much until we get a little bit closer. But get your tickets. NextGenTN.net uh, slash tickets. Check us out on social media at NextGenTN on uh, Instagram. Twitter. <laughs> Mount Duke on your head. Facebook. I'm just trying to think, man. It's just too many social needs. Uh, and yeah, guys, follow us at Wrestling Ruined uh, on Twitter and on Facebook. We do appreciate you guys subscribing and listening to the podcast. You had us in the charts. We appreciate all the listens and everything yeah, you guys Project do. ProjectLouder.net. Don't as forget well. to check us out there. Fuck 
That fucking cuck, T.J. Bowser. Fuck a cuck, T.J. Bowser. <laughs> T.J. Bowser. T.J. Bowser has excellent taste when it comes to wrestling. Um, to, no. To, uh, no. To uh, podcasts of of the uh, of the events uh, that made me champion for the second time. And, yeah, that was and champion. Bullshit. Just to be honest with you, forever. It's collusion. collusion. I smell it real bad. To the top. Guys, seriously. You cut off, Travis. <laughs> guys, we we really do appreciate everything, and we look forward to talking to you guys and uh, bringing you some more episodes. The next episode, like I said, Slambery. Goddamn, Travis, there's a microphone on there. You're cut off. We put them in the wrong spot. <laughs> Slambery 1995. Uh, look out for that episode, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.